0: Welcome to the Mastering Fulfillment Podcast, where we focus on bridging your success with fulfillment in your personal, business, and spiritual life. And now, your hosts, Scott Berry and Joshua Wenner. Podcast.
1: My name is Scott Berry, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Joshua Wenner. Josh, how are you today?
2: I'm doing really good, Scott. Really good.
1: I thought today would be a really fun and loose episode where we would cover some of some of the listener questions that we get. And we compiled a bunch of fun questions and we thought we'd play it by ear and anything that comes off topic. And we thought we'd just have a really fun, free-flowing episode for you guys today. So again, if you guys have any questions that you would like us to address on the show, we're going to try to do this about maybe once a month, once every other month, but feel free to send over any questions at the Mastering Fulfillment podcast website, or feel free to email us at podcast at com. So let's start off with a with a really fun question. This is a question I get quite often, and that is, what does your ideal morning routine look like? So how do you start your day or how do you ideally like to start your day?
2: Yes, Scott, I think this is a great question. And this is actually something that I bring up with a number of clients. So when we check in initially, in addition to their business goals, I also get clear on how they're going to set up their life for success. So I find this is a really critical topic. So I'm glad somebody had this question. You know, for me, I, I really like early mornings. So for me, I like to get up early in the morning and uh, take my time a little bit. So whether it's up at five or six, um, I have like a little morning routine where I get to spend quality time with my cats. <laughs> because I find if I don't play with them uh, and spend present quality time with them, they get a little distant. So to me, it's first thing when I wake up, I've, I've trained them to we start playing. It's kind of like playtime. So it's kind of fun in the morning. I play with them and I'm, I'm already kind of meeting my need for connection and um, and taking care of them. And then I, I like to take care of them and like the house in my, as my morning routine. So it feels good to like make my bed, uh, you know, clean up the cat litter and just organize my house. So to me, that feels like a very grounding part of my day, a very routine focused kind of like I'm already making progress. And then uh, I get up and go to the gym. And I like to get a workout in, so I'm, I'm very focused on gym, uh, typically. And at the end of my workout, I'd run or i do some sort of cardio. And then while I'm over at the, either driving there or while I'm at the gym or driving back, I go through my gratitude exercises. So I go through what I'm grateful for, starting from my heart, uh, I'm very focused sitting on the body first. So I start with just being grateful. I can see, I can hear, I can taste, I can smell And I, and then I go outward. So I start with all through the body and then I go with friends and family and different people that come into my sphere that I'm grateful for. And then I have a, you know, I just kind of keep going out and then I move into a set of incantations, which I got from Tony Robbins, which is essentially a, a number of statements that are like present tense statements that are focused around gratitude or just calling energy in. So to me, I have a number of them, whatever I'm working on at the moment that I read uh, or I don't read, I, I memorize and I say them. So for example, uh, one that I've been working with since I started doing my retreats is is where I, it's a surrender uh, one. And I'm, I would say I'm more spiritual than religious, but I, I, I like to give my day to God, if you will. So there's a, a, a reincantation that I say, uh, um, into the holy omnipresence of God, I give my life, myself, my plans, and all the affairs of this day. God watches over me, my family, my kittens, my businesses. My relationship, my money, like all the areas of my life, God has taken care of. Uh, God walks in me, through me, of me. I am that I am, and it's just something simple. But to me, when I say it, it's it's a lo- it's allowing me to surrender because sometimes, like this week, I had uh, I had my cats in the hospital. One of my cats in the hospital for three days, and luckily, I'm going to pick pick him up today. It seems like he's getting better, but. You know, it was really tough because I got all these things going, and I could just feel, you know, parts of me really sad and frustrated and upset. And it it may, puts me in a good space of kind of giving it, kind of surrendering, and saying I'm doing the best I can, and please watch over him, and and kind of asking for help is what it is. And so that puts me in a really good spot. It also helps if I have a lot on my plate, like I just took over this company two days ago, and so I have a lot of pressure and. I allow, it allows me to give everything to source. So like I, I, I give everything and it puts and same with I'm calling in a relationship. It's not necessarily manifested where I see it and it's living in my life, but I, I use, I call it in like it already is. If that makes sense. And Then I give it to source. So for me, I, I kind of use it as my a way of saying thanks and also letting go. Um saying it's not in my hands.
1: So when you're doing these incantations, it sounds like it just puts you in the right mindset, the right heart place for really starting your day, even when, it's a, even when you've had a tough week or a tough day. Do these incantations, are you saying them aloud? Or are you just saying them in your head? Are you moving your body? What's your process? I'm trying to get a visual of you know, how you actually do these. Yeah, g- great question. Uh, I
2: actually do all the above. So the more physically engaged I am and louder I say it, I find that's what it, I'm basically consciously reprogramming my subconscious. Right. So I'm just reaffirming it every day. And it, and it does put me in a resourceful place, but more than anything, I do it as a habit because we have something like 50,000 thoughts going through our head our, you know, all the time. And most of them are unconscious. So uh, I, I create space each day to consciously put the ones in there that I want to stick. So um, that's why I have a ton of them, like just a, over the years, like, you know, um, I think I've shared the one about wealth before and you know, um, I'm always at the right place at the right time to meet the right person, no matter what I do, I succeed. Or just little ones that are kind of got a rhyme to them, but it it just gets it's like it's you're programming some of the thoughts that are there on a regular basis. Does that make sense? Does that answer your question?
1: Yeah, it does. I didn't know if you're you know, do them in your head or if you're in your car, you're there's like full movement and you're yelling. I would imagine, just like you said, the more that you're engaging, the other pieces of your body, there's the more you're, you know, it, it, it's going to, I guess, enter your field and the more that it's actually going to affect you.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's think of it, They say it's like synapses. It's like the, the neural network in your brain that the more emotion you put into it, the, the stronger the synapses build yeah. mm-hmm. with those pathways and the same thing with negative energy. So I, I, I notice at times when I've gone through stages of not having money or feeling scarcity or lack, You almost feel it in your body and you're putting out these really negative, I don't have enough energy. And so we have to counter it with the ones of like, I'm so grateful it's already here versus projecting scarcity. It's not enough, not here. So I find that's great. But sometimes, you know, when I'm in the gym, I say it softly, you know, I don't want to be like total maniac there, but I still do talk out loud and uh, kind of in my own space. And it actually allows me to ground. Sometimes I work at a Gold's gym here in Venice and there's a lot of, I love the energy there, but there's a lot of energy. and it allows me to kind of disconnect from that space and get into my own groove. And so I I actually, it's really empowering for me to, I have another one I say for working out that I modeled from a buddy who's in really good shape that says, I'm an elite athlete with boundless energy. and My body's my ultimate sculpture. So there's just a number of one that I repeat and it allows me to put, you know, train my focus and go through them. But I, that's a religious part of my or It's a a very uh, critical part of my day that I do on a, I'd say 90% of the time basis. Uh, no matter where I'm at. And that's, that's what sets up my day. So when you say the ideal day, that's kind of what sets it up. And then from there, it depends on what I have. So I have, just like you, I have multiple companies, multiple projects. So then I get into the state that I need based on what I have. So if I'm doing stuff with co-founders lab or business rock stars, I really start to to think about that day and the things that I want to bring forth and, and work on. Uh, like today for the podcast, I was doing this at the gym thinking about what we're going to share And, uh, some of the questions that people had sent over and some of the questions that happen on a regular basis. So I I give the next part of my day to just open up to what I'm Mm. doing that day and allow that space to kind of creating the space in advance for it to settle in. Right. And I find that's really helpful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do that too. When you kind of throw things out there and then you just kind of allow the subconscious or the other part of your brain to let it, I guess, saturate if you will, and, and let the inspiring thoughts come together. So about what time do you wake up or ideally do you like to wake up? Uh, either five or six typically. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. That's
2: like my ideal. It doesn't always happen, but, uh, that's, that's what I prefer if possible, just cause I, I get up and get a lot of stuff done and I'm, I'm back at the gym and back where most people are starting their day. And I feel like I've accomplished so much. And then right. I also find that when I get up early, it's easier for me to go to bed earlier and i find if i'm up too late uh for some reason i wake up later and then i my workouts either get skipped or they drastically get minimized so uh i'd say these last couple months um in making it a must to do my workouts that's when it's shifted from staying up till 12 or 1 and getting up at 7 or 8 to going to bed closer to you know uh, sometimes even as early as 9:30 to 11 and getting up at 5 or 6 so That's been a huge shift and I'm feeling like so much better because of it. Uh, And that's making me a lot more fulfilled. So it's become a new routine. How how about you?
1: So I've been really big on, so I've been really conscious about my sleep intake. And before I jump into my my routine, I just had a quick question for you, because this is something that I go back and forth on is I personally am a night owl. I just naturally get more energy at night. All of a sudden, eight, nine o'clock comes and I'm ready to do two or three more projects. It almost doesn't matter how much sleep I got unless I'm just dead to the world. I just have this, I've just always been this way. I've just naturally been more alive at night. Now I don't try to stay up too late because I do have other commitments in my life that really revolve around uh, the morning. I have a lot of clients on on the East Coast, so it just doesn't, benefit me to sleep in. So I think my question to you is, you know, ideally, I like to get to bed at 11 every night. That doesn't always happen because I don't like sleeping when I'm just not tired. I like to naturally go with my body's natural cadence. But on those times when, you know, you're there pushing a little bit later and you're not getting to bed to say one o'clock or or 12 o'clock, are you still waking up early 'Cause I try to give myself at least a minimum of seven hours every night. Cause I'm a big believer that the brain really needs at least seven hours of sleep. Will you sleep in a little bit more to give your body, to give your brain that rest, or will you still wake up early just to make sure you get a jump start on the day and, and take that mental advantage of wow, just like you know, the army, you get done more done before nine AM than most people do all day.
2: I, I'm actually very similar. I, I get a like an evening spurt, uh typically And the, the challenge is again, if I do the evening, then it, I don't end up waking up. So what I found is if I consistently get up early, except for the weekends, I'll give myself a break usually on the weekends, unless I have to get up. Uh, Like when I'm doing retreats, I get up early and it's just the weekends kind of gone. But for the most part, uh, when I'm um, on the weekends, I'll allow myself to sleep in. But now I've gotten my clock like today was actually a Friday. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna allow myself to sleep in. And I still woke up at six. So, you know, now I'm kind of getting to the place where I think my body's getting used to this, but I would, I would say if I get up early consistently, I'm actually tired earlier. If that makes any sense. If I allow myself to stay up later, then it's a lot harder for me to, I'm naturally getting up later and later. So I just find again, that to me, the key is if I consistently do it the early morning, that's what handles everything else
1: yeah no, I love that. I'm super focused on sleep sometimes to to my detriment, where I'm just a little bit too focused to make sure that I have enough sleep. But I think all in all, I think that's actually to my benefit. I don't wake up as early as you do. My ideal time to wake up is about six thirty ish, you know, give or take uh, half hour, but ideally, I like to wake up around that time, get to bed around ten or eleven. And when I wake up, the first thing that I try to do within the first 90 seconds, I try to make these goals, at least my morning routine, uh, very digestible. I <laughs> initially had a morning routine where the things I'm about to say really stretched out a lot longer. So I really try to make them achievable because I know sometimes in the morning we've got so much to do. And if I say, oh, I'm going to you know stretch for 30 minutes, it makes it really difficult when you know, I I moved it down to like seven minutes of stretching. So as soon as I wake up, I usually sit in my bed and for 90 seconds, I think about what I'm grateful for. So I try to go over my mind about two to three things that I'm grateful for, you know, my breath to something specific, like, oh, I'm excited about this smoothie that I made last night, or just, you know, this fun treat that I have in the in the refrigerator or whatever it happens to be. But I always try to start my day at least with something that brings me back to gratitude. And I do that just for 90 seconds. And once I'm up, I depending on how late Michelle slept in, I will usually do some type of contact with her. I don't really want to wake her up if she's still sleeping, but I'll usually give her a kiss on the cheek or I'll like touch her arm, just so there's some type of reconnection with with her. Um, And then I wake up and then I do a quick stretch. And because I'm not a morning person, I'm typically not a morning person or haven't been a morning person. I am sometimes, but I try to really wake myself up physically before I can like do any kind of writing or mental activity. So as soon as I get up, I like to do a quick stretch. I do 90 seconds of stretching. So that's just like touching my toes, doing a quick stretch. Maybe that's a quick downward dog. Um, then I immediately go and drink some lemon water, Um, usually warm lemon water. Sometimes I do it with uh, apple cider vinegar. But I try to get at least a glass of water in and usually with lemon. Um, Then if I can, I make my bed, brush my teeth, and then I do a little bit of stretching. So I try to get the body moving. I don't go to the gym in the morning. But I try to at least move and wake up the body. So I'll do five to seven minutes of stretching. That's just maybe just doing a few sun salutations, some downward dogs, uh, just something to where I'm just you know moving my body from sleep. And then from there, I'm a little more up. And then I'll try to sit down to do a really brief meditation. And that's anywhere from four minutes to 10 minutes. And I try to make it really manageable. If I don't feel like I have enough time, I always have time for four minutes. So I've got this great little app on my phone. It's called Insight Timer. I just put it on and I'll just do a really, really quick, I'll just do a really quick meditation. And it always starts off the same. It's just, thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's kind of an incantation. And for those of you who have studied transcendental meditation or TM where it's like a mantra-based meditation, I usually just start with thank you or some kind of sound or I have another kind of incantation that I use. And then from there, just it either flows to a more peaceful state or I actually just start going over all the things that I'm really grateful for, the things that I'm looking to call into my life. It just depends on kind of where I'm at at that moment in time and and, and where my how busy my brain is at that moment. Curious. Do you have any, your cats wake up early as well, or are they, they pretty on their own? They're pretty much on their own. They're, it, it depends. Sometimes I don't, we don't let them sleep with us, but in the morning, sometimes they'll come in and they'll just come in and snuggle right into the bed. So they're pretty self-sufficient. I usually don't attend to them until kind of after I've got my, kind of my morning started. I'll usually feed them around. I oh, got it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So So, yeah. So I usually worry about the cats a little bit later. Uh, What's nice is I have Michelle there. So sometimes we'll alternate between the cats. So I'll do my meditation. Um, So that's either the meditation that I just mentioned, or I have the same called the 10 minute supercharger, which is a guided meditation. So I'll do that. And then from there, what I do is I have this little trampoline or it's called a rebounder. And I'll jump on that for four minutes. And then from there, I'll just jump and Really wake myself up just to really get energized for the day, and then from there I'll sit down and I'll do a really quick journal. I've got I'm a big fan of the five minute journal. It's super quick. It literally is five minutes or less, and it's you know just a couple of questions like you know what are the things that you're grateful for, what would be some great things that um, you know that you want to uh, that you want to accomplish today, and it's just a really good way to to kickstart. And then a really quick review of my tasks of, you know, what are the two or three things that I really want to get done today? Like, what are some of the key objectives, tasks that I really want to accomplish? Because I know that as soon as I sit down on my computer, it can be very overwhelming to look at all the tasks that I do and have email come in and be pulled. And all of a sudden, my attention is being pulled at like some of the first things that kind of come into my field. So I try to be very, Cognizant about where I'm focusing my time, so when I don't have the computer on in front of me, and this is really great with pen and paper if I can do it, is you know what are the two or three things today that if at the end of the day I couldn't accomplish anything else? What are you know well, what are those two or three things? So I really try to you know focus in on that, um, and then you know I, then I ask myself the question you know how can I be excellent this week? You know what are the three things that I can possibly do this week that will eliminate four other things that are on my task list. So I just ask myself these real simple questions and it's quick. I mean, super, super, super quick. And then from there, I will spend about two to three minutes to organize my desk just so it's a little less un- like, a little less cluttered and just ready for working just so I'm in that work environment for my office. Uh, and then after that, I, I grab some tea and then I start my day. And depending on where I'm at, I'll either do a protein shake, or I'll have beans or avocado. Avocado is usually my kind of go-to for immediate fats in the morning, or I'll do a mini fast till like 11 a.m. and then I just kind of start my day. How long does this usually take? Just curious, your, your morning routine. Ideally, I like to wake up at 6.30 and I like to be Starting work and ready to go right around eight o'clock. So it's about an hour, hour and a half. So I'd like to dedicate at least an hour and a half to my morning routine because I feel like once I get, I would say if I can get at least 80% of those things done, I'm just ready to rock and roll. And I just feel like I've already got a leg up on my day and I'm just I'm good. You know, there's those times where you you sleep in and then you wake up and you're like, oh my God, I forgot to get to that client you go straight to your computer at nine 30 and you start responding. I always feel like I'm behind my day if I don't start these things. And so there's those days where you have to do that, right? There's there's an emergency, there's something that comes up, you get that text, you get that email. So a lot of times what I'll do is I'll maybe respond to that right away. If that's a, an emergency thing, then I'll take, you know, the next hour block or so just to kind of get myself, you know, reacclimated. What do you think is the most powerful
2: thing that you do in the morning? Like if you had to, if you had to pick one thing out of everything you do, oh, what do you think that would be? That's a tough one. The reason I'm asking is, let's say somebody's listening, going, "I don't have time for all this." <laughs> you got, you guys are maniacs. You're lunatic. like, how do I pick one? Where would I start? Like, so I'm just thinking out of everything you've done, if you had to just start with one to get it integrated, what would you start with if you had to pick one?
1: Hmm. So I'm going back and forth on the mental preparation for the day, and that's just. You know the 90 seconds of gratitude and then a quick overview of what you want to accomplish for the day and all that can be done in the five minute journal. I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of the five minute journal. all that can be done in five minutes uh, and that just mentally gets your mind prepared. On the flip side, when you're tired and you're achy and your body's not in tune and you you're just not a little more physically aligned, it's hard to do all this other stuff. so look, if all of this sounds crazy and you know you have got two kids and you're rushing to get out the door every single day, what I would say is if you can carve out, I would say 20 minutes or even 15 minutes to just do a quick moment to three things you're grateful for, what do you want to accomplish during the day? And then some quick stretching. I think that alone will do so much for you. I think, I think that alone. And when I'm pressed for time, th- those are the two things that I try to do. I try to Prep my mind, and I try to prep my body for the rest of the day.
2: That's great. Yeah, I'm on the same page because I find the days that I run out the door and don't get don't get some of my physical activity, and I'm kind of almost like aru,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: right? You know, that's the energy I had to describe. And and I so even if I go for ten minutes, I'll still go to the gym and I'll do something that I can get a lot of movement going in ten minutes. And, and get that energy kind of up. And then I coming back like excited, explosive is, is kind of the energy. So I'm in yeah. the same way. I, I'm because I'm actually more of a night guy. I have to use the morning to really get the energy moving. Oh, I forgot. One other thing that I do that's been super helpful is cold showers. Uh, I find that that's been, I implemented it just about a couple months ago. And uh, I find if I'm tired and groggy, it's like, because I stopped drinking coffee and a lot of like stimulants in the morning coffee, tea, whatever, to kind of get the day going. And I find if I exercise and I do a cold shower after the gym, it just wakes me up. It really wakes me up. And so that's been super helpful.
1: Let's expand on that a little bit because um, I'm a I'm a really big believer in in cold showers. I don't normally take cold showers, but I usually end with cold showers. So like the last two minutes, I'll put it on cool. And then like the last minute, I'll put it on cold just to get the lymphatic system going. And that seems to really help wake me up. So that, along with what I spoke about earlier, regarding doing the quick stretching, along with uh, 30 seconds on the rebounder, that toppled off with a lot of fats in the morning. Um, And again, it's mostly pu'er, sometimes coffee, but it's mostly tea in the morning with fats. That seems to be my jumpstart for at least the physical part of my day. And that really, that really sets me right for my brain and body prepped for the day. And so please join us on the next episode where we continue this Q&A. And we dive a little bit deeper on the question on how do we stay focused, how do we stay primed, and how do we keep that energy going through the rest of our day. Uh, Have an amazing, beautiful day. As always, you can reach us at the Mastering Fulfillment Podcast website with much love and deep respect.
0: Ready to take your personal, relational, or business fulfillment to the next level with one on one personal support, co developed strategies, and accountability. Scott and Joshua have the tools, compassion, and years of experience helping people just like you live an extraordinary life. ages of 25 and 55 and live in the Southern California region. Our men's Mastering Freedom Retreat is offered quarterly for individuals seeking to increase their fulfillment in an extended weekend gathering. This is an incredibly powerful and transformative weekend, and just for our podcast listeners, there is a $200 discount just for mentioning the podcast. Visit masteringfulfillment.com/retreat for details.